Good morning, good morning, my friends. I'm looking at my time, we're five minutes late. And I'll tell you why we're five minutes late. Because just before starting the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, Marie-Pierre, Maria, myself, um, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, we, we brainstorm together and they share with us what they're doing on Monday and Tuesday. We share what we're doing on uh, Thursday and Friday. And it's such a subject that passions me that Marie-Pierre ended up saying, Maria, it's it's 8.02. Let's get with the program. I said, you see, that's the proof that I love this subject. What's the subject today? We're closing off how much money do you need? Okay. Have you ever asked people, how much money do you, would you like to make? Well, you know, uh, 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 a lot. Yeah, but w- what is a lot? Like, what exactly do you want more money for? This is the biggest challenge. And I'm challenging everyone listening to us right now, okay? Pen and paper, just for fun. And if you're like, I, I see Nadia's in the car, perfect. Go in your mind, Nadia, and ask yourself, if I had more money, how fast can you tell me 10 things you absolutely desire and without just throwing out anything? And a lot of us will probably jam. Because you see, this is the problem. We know what we don't want, but we don't know what we want. So I remember saying to my mom, every time she prayed, she, you know, old Italian lady would pray, dad, the same thing. And uh, she would say things like, anything we want, we can have, right? And, And she kept repeating to me, you know, it's written in the Bible, ask and you shall receive. So I said to my mom, you know, when I started, thinking on my own. I said, so why there's so many poor people? It's because they don't know what they want. They're only good complainers. They can tell you what they don't want. So I'll give you a quick example. Uh, There's somebody I know that I regularly talk to them. They always have a headache. They always have a headache. They always have a headache. And at a certain point, you know, I said my name to the person. I said, stop telling me you have a headache. You know, take your life in hand. You have a headache because you don't have a normal sleep schedule. And without a normal sleep schedule, it doesn't make sense that you're up all night and then sleep all day. You guys follow me? Okay. We are responsible. We need to take responsibility. So today, this podcast is about that. It's about that. Bob Proctor reminds us we're born rich. And I'm telling you, it is so inspiring the way he puts it. The one part I love, he says, we must bloom where we are planted because we're in moments of difficulty all over the world in their jobs, in businesses people have. You know, I went to Costco yesterday and, you know, Costco usually, usually on a Wednesday here in St. Leonard, it's booming, like, like, there was practically nobody. And I know why times are difficult for you to go to Costco. You need a credit card you can use. And if that credit card is full, I don't care how much you earn. And that's why, Monique, last night I was so passionate in our um, home economics with Tupperware because what's happening right now is that people are broke. Like my dad and my mother-in-law said, we went to St. Hubert Barbecue, and I'll be giving that example again in French tonight. You know, prior to COVID, my, my father is a very budget man. It's just his mentality. It was $42 for both of them because they kind of share stuff, you know, whatever. He goes, we do exactly the same meal we ordered today. And it's $65 with tax and, and tip. And he goes, the young people don't realize it. Everything. I mean, that's, guys, that's 
over $22 more expensive. That's a lot of money. So today, we, we need to have this mindset. Where are we going? So once again, Marie-Pierre is going to help you define, redefine, define, where are you going? Uh, and Melanie Miller will bring us the that mentality of people that say, well, how do you want me to pay myself first? Because that's the whole thing behind being rich, right? Paying yourself first. Melanie is going to bring you two mathematical equations for you. The first, we're going to cut in the fat. So that's going to be the first place where we're going to take money and pay ourselves first because technically you're supposed to put over 25% of what you earn away, according to my dad. And that's what I respected. And then I grew that to 75%, right? Okay. And the number two thing, you're going to need a side gig. We need to be like Europeans right now. Everybody has a second job. So you need to look at what you enjoy doing. For those in Tupperware with me, you have it in your hands, but you're going to need a side gig. So, you know, you have all these hours we're wasting playing games, um, watching TV, a talking, useless conversation. You know, Trish, sometimes I say to my daughter, my own daughter, this conversation you had with Sophia, and I, I hope you're listening because right now they're in St. Agath both together. They're like two old ladies, right? And I said, this conversation you guys just had for the last hour, what purpose did it serve? How did you, like, I'm that kind of a mother that gets under your skin, right? I go, you might not like to hear it, but how could that have been more productive time? And that's what we're going to bring to the table. Because at the end of the day, when my son Hamid asked me, I was, he was what, 14, 15, 16? He says, mom. Because I keep telling them, whatever you want in life, you can achieve. Whatever you want, you can achieve. So when he started thinking on his own, he said this to me. Mom, why you and Bill Gates have exactly the same age? Why is he a multi-billionaire and you are just a multi-millionaire? Think about it, guys. And I have to answer my son. And this is what I answered him. Because all I was able to conceive was millionaire status. If I had taken the same energy and I had somebody like Melanie Miller, you know, this podcast that I had listened to when I was 15, 16, instead of aiming millionaire status, I had aimed higher. I really believe, guys, then that's what I would have hit. Be careful of what you ask for because that's what you will attract. That's what you will attract. So I want to conclude with this before I leave you in the hands of Melanie Miller. No, actually, it's Marie-Pierre today first. Yeah, then Melanie Miller. Number one, share. How much money do you need and where will you find this money? How about that, right? Where will you find it? Because in people's mindset, when we tell them they got to pay themselves first, they're going to say, well, I don't have money even to buy milk. All right. Number two. I want to thank everyone for inviting to the group, the millionaire and the diamonds. The group is growing every day. The group is growing. It's thanks to you. Now, remember when you invite people, it's because they are part of our mission. They want to level up and they want to work every day on being a better version of themselves. This is the type of people we want on the group, the millionaire of the diamonds. And the vision here is to have a thousand, now my new thing I'm writing in my conditioning, Marie-Pierre, Melanie Miller, a thousand multi-millionaires. Because the new millionaire today, I learned from Jean-Philippe, it's 2.3 million. Back in the 70s, if you were a millionaire, it would be the equivalent of today, 2.3 million. 
So things have changed, my friends, okay? And number three, I'm going to close off with this. We're going to do a huge draw at the end of June. And of course, I'm in Tupperware, so I'm going to draw out either a six-liter Chef Series stock pot, or if you prefer to have in Sauters, what we call the, uh, uh, what's it, Sauters. I think it's, they'll use the French name in English too. Um, the 3.5-liter Sauters, because those are the two pots I continuously have in my hands. For those that don't know Tupperware, it's one of the best pans in the world. Not because I say so, because it's a five-ply. Number one. Number two, it's free. So remember, if it's free, it's for me. So this is how you get coupons inside. And every week, we will share. Marie-Pierre, this is what we have to ask La Flèche. We want to share how many people have how many coupons, and we'll include the last seven days as of today, all right? So this is how you're going to accumulate your coupons. Are you ready? One, or maybe maybe Marie-Pierre, we need to, you know, do at least... um um, uh, the poster, how to accumulate coupons. One coupon for every post you do. So like Jacqueline Stockley, I want her to get her six coupons in the last seven days. You guys following me? Okay. You're going to get a coupon for every live because Marie-France Toupin is slacking off. Melanie, you're slacking off. Okay. Thank you, Lee. So for every live you do, you get a coupon. Then for every person that you've invited, and she says, um, thank you for inviting me to the group, Melanie Miller. Okay. Yes, I want to level up. You know, she does a, a six-word um, post that she's new to the group and who she was invited by. Melanie Miller and her invite both each get a coupon. Everybody's following me now? And then we had an amazing post that uh, Sabrina had put. And I went and looked at the comments. It was three comments. I say, why is there only three comments? The 2,500 people should have answered. So now every comment you actually answer of six words and more, you're going to get a coupon. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. I'm excited, okay? We just want to encourage everyone in the community to participate. I don't just want you to look at the parade. You are my parade. You are my parade. You are the reason this stuff is together. So once again, um, thank you everyone for everything that you do. Our goal is to reach by the end of June, 3,000 members. So with no further ado, I'll leave you in the hands of Marie-Pierre. Yes, okay. <laughs> thank you, Maria. So yes, we want to know exactly how much money we really need to live our dream life. Because I really love that quote of Zig Ziglar. He said, you, you do not pay the price of success, you enjoy the price of success. So what is the real price of your dream? So if you haven't figured out the actual price with the exercise last week, we encourage you to do it because if you don't know the actual price of your dream, you keep them out of reach. So let's play a, a, a little game this morning with one question. How would you live your life with a billion dollar? With a billion dollar income each year. How would you live your life? Okay. So I will tell you a story. Uh, with uh, Tony Robbins. So he does a conference and he helped a, a young entrepreneur to translate the, his dream of uh, living like a billionaire into what their lifestyle might actually cost. So he says, okay, I started by asking that young friend what his lifestyle would be like if he had a billion dollars. 
he thought for a moment, and then he said, I have my own Gulfstream jet. So, uh, your own jet? Wow, where you fly to? So he said, well, I live in New York, so I probably fly down to the Bahamas, and I probably fly to LA from some meeting. Okay, so he asked him write down how many times he would fly in a year. And the figure it was probably, um, um, he figured that it probably maximum of 12 flights. And how much would a jet cost him? So they started to look, <laughs> look it up. And a long distance jet would cost him about 65 million. Million dollar. So <laughs> he said, okay. But if you say, okay, we'll go instead with only a, a, a charted jet. So now it's around $2,500 per hour. So you can fly for yourself and three family member. Okay. So let's say you fly for a hundred hour a year. It's a grand total of $250,000 per year. So, or you say, no, I want to have that big jet. It's around 5,000 per hour. So $500,000 to fly with that jet that instead of buying at 65 million. <laughs> so you don't have that maintenance cost and everything. So, okay, perfect. He was surprised and now his mind was really open. And then he continued. Okay, what would you do with a billion dollars? Okay, I would like a private island. Oh, <laughs> so Ruben advised him to consider the cost of owning and maintaining an island. And instead, he suggested renting an island for a week each year with his family and his friend. So this would the cost was significantly less than owning an island and having to build and maintain that resort. So what <laughs> when he asked him exactly what he wanted, so they realized that for his friend and his family to go on a private island, it's gonna cost him three hundred and fifty thousand dollars each year instead of buying an island for forty million. <laughs> so with all this <laughs> math that they did, they realized for that dream life that he really wanted, that young friend, he need to achieve ten million dollars of income instead of billion dollar. And there's a big difference between the two. Yes, we want to dream big and go uh, to that billion dollar. And in that friend might actually end up with a billion dollar with his invention and everything. But for that dream life, it's 99% less money that he thought he needed. That's a big difference. So yes, you need to make that map to understand what exactly you want and what exactly you need to do that. So your dream life might actually be um, so not far away, but really um, just like that, you can reach it so much easier. So of course, you need to start small. You need to make some changes now if you want to achieve that dream life. So I will let you now with Melanie Miller with all the things that you can do to make sure that you start now with something small but can uh, help you go to your dream life.
Thank you, thank you, uh, Marie-Pierre. And I think also the message from what Marie-Pierre was saying was look at your finances and uh, work out the best way to use them so that you don't go crazy on one thing and then have nothing to live for. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I love uh, that comparison of, um, of buying versus renting. Uh, because sometimes when it's something luxurious, renting is, is a better option. Um, okay, last week we talked about expenses. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that today, but not much. But I'm curious, how many of you actually did the exercise? How many of you looked at what is coming into your house, what is going out of your house, and whether you're actually making it each month? Um, and what I think that you'll realize is that it's a bit of, sh of a shock when you do that exercise. And breaking even each month is stressful. But as um, the uh, market has told us recently, for every dollar the Canadians earn, the average spending is a dollar eighty-one. A dollar eighty-one. That means the majority of people are spending way more than they earn. What does that mean? That means the debt that's going on in the country at the moment is significant. And um, even just two, three years ago, it was $1 to 165. So it's increasing the debt. So I feel that uh, part of our role is to, to help people see that there are other ways to live. So um, we, we talked about reducing costs and um, one of the areas was looking at subscriptions. And, you know, one of the, the things I would say to you is, are your subscriptions paid automatically? Do you check them? Are you paying them by year or by month? Actually paying them by year sometimes is a trap because you pay them by year and you only use them maybe four months. So make sure that you're not pretending that it's cheaper to get the deal for the year when in fact you're actually using it less than you could. So changing your subscription, and, and this is something I definitely need to do. I'm the first one to jump on a new program, something that we're using. And usually what I do is I'll say, oh, I'll just pay the annual fee because it's cheaper, but it's not cheaper if you're not using it. So you have to be careful about how you're spending your money. And last night at the GPS, uh, which is our um, monthly um, look at how we live within our MLM, what we are proposing as a lifestyle, we looked at the cost of eating at home versus eating away. And I would say that on average, the difference in the cost is somewhere in the region of five times the difference. And so if you, um, if you have in your head, it should only cost about $5 a person for a meal. If you're spending more than that any time, then you're breaking your budget. You are not being frugal. You are not looking at how you're spending your money. 
So that $5 is a great indicator to you as to whether you're spending too much. I'm not saying never go to a restaurant. Going to a restaurant is fun, but it should be a special thing. It should be a thing for birthdays. It should not be a thing that you're doing every week. We used to, in our house, have pizza night every Friday night. Pizza night would cost us, and this was like 10 years ago now, about $65 a week. Now I know that for $65, I can make masses of pizzas. Um, and, you know, uh, that now just, I, I realized fairly soon after I joined Tupperware that having pizza night every week, and who was I kidding? I wasn't treating the kids. I was treating me. I was saying, okay, I don't want to cook. So I'm going to get pizzas and say, hey, kids, look, I'm giving you a treat. No, that is not a treat when you're spending money that you don't have. So um, those, those things become important. And what about your kids' activities? Like, you know, we get into this uh, situation where we're paying for people to entertain our children. Um, and we do it because it's easy. It's not easy when you can't afford it. I can remember the best birthday parties that I did for my kids. And, and we, what we did was we had a medieval theme. It was an eight-year-old's party. I got them to make uh, cardboard hats with chiffon um, uh, material that came out the back. We did a treasure hunt where I bought like stones from the dollar store. And I made little velvet pouches, which were made out of really cheap wool. And I hid them in the garden. I mean, those kids had a ball. And so did I. And it was the best party ever. The only party the kids ever talk about. Not the ones where I took them to the movies with their friends and had cheap popcorn and what have you. Or any of the fancy fairy parties that people put on. No, the medieval party comes up every single time. So put your money where you have it and make sure that you are giving the best things uh, to your kids value for money. And they knew, like, you know, it's like Maria will often say, when you cook at home, you cook with love. When I prepared that party, it was with love to make them have fun. And it was not expensive, but it was amazing. So um, when we look at all our expenses, we now know our costs. And now we know um, what we can make savings on. So we've got our costs at one side, we've got our how we can reduce our costs. And in many ways, that becomes our first side gig. It's the first way we can generate money. I realized that when I did the calculations, you can probably easily find an extra $150 a week to put towards your side gig right? So 150 a week, that is $600 a month. So in a year, you are generating more than $7,000 just by looking at your expenses. And I'm sure a lot of people could find even more 
just stopping going out to restaurants is going to add a whole heap of extra money into your budget. And, but you have to want to do it. And so when you've decided what your expenses are, how you're going to reduce them, then work out how much am I saving a week? What am I going to do with that money? That money has to go to paying off your debts. You have to get yourself into a rigorous program. And Maria says 25%. Start with 10%. Start with whatever you have, but make sure you take that money you saved and it now goes automatically into this let's reduce our debts um, situation where you are paying off and don't forget to consolidate those uh, credit card debts so that you have a credit card debt on the smallest interest rate. So, you know, banks will work with you on this. So make sure you are taking the time to get those um, debts reduced. And the most important thing is that once you've started your plan, to stick to your plan. And then, and when you've got that in order, then you say, where can I find more money? And that is where something like an MLM will come in because for the amount of hours that you can put into an MLM, you can generate way more money than if you chose to do a second job paying minimum wage, which is going to take you further away from your family. So my message to everybody today is work out your expenses, reduce your expenses, work out how much per week that is helping you to, to live, and then put that money against your debt. And then only then when you understand how your finances are working, start to look for a second generation of income. So um, that, my friends, is it, I think, unless Maria, Thank we're you. going back to you for yeah, a final Yeah, just word. to close off, just to close off, I made a few adjustments after Marie-Pierre spoke, like no more private island, but rather rented. No more deluxe home in Costa Rica, compound home to welcome all my family, but rather rented. I mean, who wants to deal with the headaches of owning this stuff? So Marie-Pierre, thank you so, so much. And yes, it's time to take action right now. Start living the life you truly deserve, okay? Don't settle for anything less. Like, like my son asked me, why is Bill Gates earning billions and you're earning millions? Well, uh, that's what I accepted as a norm because my parents were millionaire. I hear a dog somewhere barking and it's not mine. Ha ha ha. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what I accepted. But I'm hoping the new generation we are speaking to through the podcast, you are encouraged to think, think even bigger. So thank you, Marie-Pierre. Use the powerful principles of the chapter to question your definition of what is enough by taking control of your financial future, putting clarity, putting clarity today. The book I want all you guys to read, it's called The Richest Man of Babylon. It will take you probably two, three hours to read. It's a very fun book, simple book written by Ogmandino. So you understand the concept of the Babylonian law of financial success. It's a game changer. Basically, it's, it's exactly what you heard today. Pay yourself first, but most importantly, do things you understand. 
do things you understand. You know, my daughter, Nadia, you know, she makes a lot of money and she went to invest into something and lost it all. Like, thank God she makes a lot. So it wasn't a dent in her wallet. And one of the laws of the Babylonian is you do not do things you do not understand. Huh? Okay. So financial goals, uh, if I not, your financial goals, even before paying your bills, even before paying your debts, you need to understand there is already money there to pay yourself first. Okay. Because people say, what do I do first? Well, you know, as soon as that personal bank account starts growing, right? Melanie, I grow confidence, more confidence. I grow more successful. I am more, you know, when I arrive on a live, when I arrive somewhere to do a sales pitch, my, my aura, my energy is just mind-boggling and I'll get more results with the same number of hours somebody else is working in. So you need to imagine the freedom, the abundance that awaits you when you establish a habit of financial success. Let Bob Proctor be your guide and take the steps towards unlocking that true potential that is just sleeping inside of you. You know, um, Anthony Robin puts it beautifully, he says, awaken the giant within. It's time now to live your dream life more than ever before. We've got to stop living as if there's a thousand years in front of us. There's not a thousand years. There's maximum a hundred years. And who the heck wants to live a hundred years if I'm going to need a walker, right? So, you know, in your mind, say to yourself, now is the time because we don't know how long we're going to live. So every morning, wake up, <laughs> kiss the floor on which you have put your two feet on the floor to say, amen, I've got one more day. And every night when you go to bed, make sure everything is done just in case we don't get to wake up the next day. And this is how we live life to its fullest. So once again, thank you guys for joining. And tomorrow we enter chapter three. It's up to me. Oh, there's a new concept. Bye-bye, everyone.